Welcome to Barbecue Central, the show where we talk about all things important to the world of barbecue. From big-named interviews to advice on cooking brisket and ribs, you'll find it all right here inside Barbecue Central. If you'd like to find out more about barbecue, feel free to visit our website at thebbqcentral.com. Get connected to the best barbecue forum on the Internet. And now, here's your program host, Greg Rempe. Thank you, Jim Morgan, and welcome to Barbecue Central, the show where we talk about all things important to the world of barbecue. Wherever you are across the globe, I certainly appreciate you taking time out to join me. Now, I know it's been a while since we've actually had a Barbecue Central podcast show, but let me kind of get you up to speed on what's been happening. No, I have not become a victim of pod fade like so many barbecue and grilling podcasts out there have fallen victim to. I've actually kind of raised it up a notch and gone to an internet radio broadcast, which can be found at bbstalkradio.com every Tuesday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern. I do the Barbecue Central Internet Radio Show, uh, similarly themed, obviously, barbecue and grilling, but it's done live, and then the shows actually become, in essence, a podcast uh, as they are archived on my bio page. Again, that website is bbstalkradio.com if you want to check out the Barbecue Central Show in its new live state, 9 p.m. Eastern, every Tuesday. Now, tonight's episode of the Barbecue Central Show podcast is really special. One of my forum moderators, Jim Captain Morgan, the darling of the barbecue community, did an interview with Iron Chef and restaurateur, very successful restaurateur, Bobby Flay. A rare time to actually get this guy in a one-on-one interview, and Jim had about 10 minutes with him. We thought this interview was lost. Uh, He could never find it, and it's been uh, probably well over a year, maybe a year and a half from when he actually told me that he had done an interview with Bobby Flay to now stumbling over it and getting it to me, and I thought it would be great to post this interview with our own Jim Morgan, interviewing Bobby Flay, Iron Chef, uh, restaurant owner, uh, cookbook author, and a TV show host, to uh, really get an idea of, A, what a good interview and what a good radio personality Jim is, because he's a morning host of a Myrtle Beach radio station, and uh, he is a professional, as you can tell by his voice, uh, but also... Rarely do you hear such a candid interview with Bobby Flay, uh, and Jim was able to kind of coax a a little bit more uh, unscripted, looser feel uh, for Bobby. So enough of the uh, preface to this interview. Uh, Here's Jim Morgan with Bobby Flay. Sit back and enjoy. Got a new book out we're going to talk about. It's, of course, about grilling, my uh, passion, my hobby. Good morning, Bobby. Thanks for talking with us. Thank you so much. Bobby Flay. And, uh, Bobby, one of the neat things about this is it's grilling season, buddy. It's uh, summertime. Folks are breaking out the grills. You know, down here in the south, we, we pretty much do it all year round. But up north, it's pretty cold in the wintertime. So everybody's thinking about this. And you've got a new cookbook that comes out just in time for some new great recipes. Exactly. It's called uh, Boy Gets Grill. It's the sequel to my first grilling book called Boy Meets Grill. Now, Boy Meets Grill came out in 1999. Huge, huge hit. This one's yeah. called Boy Gets Grill. So five years from now, I guess you're going to have one out called Boy Divorces Grill. Boy Loses Grill, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, this book is um, this book is based on the flavors of uh, my hometown, New York City. I mean, the great thing about New York is that um, you know the, the flavors are so diversified. I mean, no matter where you walk around, you, you hit different neighborhoods, and you, you'd have it, Italian influences, uh, Greek influences, obviously Asian influences. And I always thought, like, why not be able to translate those kinds of things to the grill? 
because really the grill is just, I mean, I, I consider the grill just a burner with holes in it, you know. A lot of people seem to be intimidated by the grill. But, uh, you know, it's not just about hamburgers and hot dogs anymore. We can transfer all these really great flavors to, uh, to your grilled foods. You know what's amazing? Because uh, you've got two uh, award-winning restaurants, uh, Bolo and uh, the Mesa Grill in New York. How does a, uh, an Irish guy with red hair in New York City become America's foremost griller? Well, I'll tell you the truth. It was not going to happen with corned beef and cabbage. <laughs> so I needed to expand my horizons outside of my own heritage. You really love the Southwestern flavors. I, I love Southwestern flavors. Uh, flavors. I mean, you know, Mesa Grill's been open for 13 years. And uh, when I opened Mesa Grill, I mean, there wasn't really a lot of people doing Southwestern food on the East Coast. And uh, I love, I just love the ingredients. I love the chili peppers. I love the cornmeals, the blue corn, all those kinds of things that just add such beautiful colors and flavors and textures to food. And, uh, you know, I think it's a good way to, um, to create a very colorful, very healthy, but uh, most importantly, very flavorful cuisine. This book does not just include only uh, Southwest recipes. Listen to some of these. Rotisserie duck with a hoisin barbecue sauce, kind of an oriental flair there. Uh, exactly. Grill, grilled oranges and scallions. Uh, like from Cuba, you've got grilled pork tenderloin with guava glaze and an orange uh, habanero mojo. And much, much more. So it's, it's really a, a taste of the world. You, you get to travel so much now with Food Network. I guess you get to learn from all different places. Well, you know, I've, I've basically traveled the entire country through food at this point, which, you know, if, if, you, if you gave me a choice on how, how to do it, that's the way I would do it, you know, be able to sort of eat my way through America. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and I, I, think that, I think that this country is underrated as far as a, as far as a, as far as a food power in, in this world. I mean, you know, you go to the, you know, actually the South is probably my favorite food in the, in, in the country. The really? South and the Southwest. Yeah, because it's got so much great flavor to it, so much foundation. Um, and the people who are cooking it are so incredibly passionate about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, you know, low country cuisine, Southwestern cuisine. I mean, you know, when you think of those kinds of things, you know, that you're going to get wallops of flavor. Yeah, you know, it's amazing how, you know, of course, uh, down here in the South, uh, from here to, to Kansas City and Texas, we all love to fight about barbecue. Such passion erupts up. First of all, what's the difference between barbecuing and grilling? Well, barbecuing and grilling are very different. I mean, the only thing that uh, they have in common is that they have, uh, you're cooking it with fire. Right. Um, you know, barbecuing is, as everybody in the South knows, it's low and slow. You know, it's you know, lighting up some, uh, some charcoal or some hardwood and, uh, you know, just setting it around uh, anywhere between 140 and 240 degrees. And it's, you know, it's, it's cooking brisket or ribs or it's turkeys or chickens at a very slow pace, you know, anywhere from four to, you know, even 24 hours. And that's barbecue, you know, smoking, you know, some wood chips, get some smoke flavor there. And grilling is really much more instant gratification. You know, it's direct heat right on the grates, you know, grill a steak for 10 minutes, 15, you know, in 15 minutes you, you're basically eating. And that's, what, that's the difference between barbecuing and grilling. One of the things I, I love to watch on the show is when uh, recently you have a new show that just started called Barbecue with Bobby Flay. You came to uh, uh, Miami, uh, you're going to the Carolinas, which we appreciate because we're in the Carolinas, uh, Kansas City, Texas. You're going to all the barbecue hotspots, right. trying all the different types. You know, in Texas, they love beef, and uh, in the Carolinas, it's pork. And then, of course, there's all the arguments on sauces and rubs. In, uh, in Memphis, they have a dry rub. In Kansas City, they have a wet sauce on their, uh, on their ribs. Right. And you get to see all the different types. Which is your favorite? My favorite is, you know, if I had to pick one thing, I think I like the Texas beef ribs. Beef uh, ribs? Yeah. I like the Texas. I, you know, in Texas, it's really about beef, you know. Yeah, they love their briskets down there. And they love their briskets, and I like the beef ribs down there as well, like black, like a black pepper-crusted, uh, you know, smoked beef rib. Although, you know what? I have to tell you, I, li- I really do like it all. And so that's, 
I'm 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 sort of the lucky guy in this because I get to try all of it, and uh, I can let everybody else fight about it. <laughs> Give us because you know it is as we said earlier the time of the year where uh, folks are really getting their grills out, dusting them off, and getting them going. Give us some tips that uh, you might find in your book uh, on how to uh, grill better for all of us. Uh, and what is it? There's like eighty million different grills out there in the U.S. right now. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think that. Um, well, first of all, you have to decide whether you're going to use charcoal or gas. I mean, those are basically the two choices you have. And so if you're going to use charcoal, I think that the first thing you need to, to do is buy a chimney starter, which is like the greatest $15 investment you could make. Right. No lighter fluid needed, in, in my opinion. Yeah, because that does leave a flavor if you don't burn the lighter fluid. Well, I, I, I tell people that, you know, I, I thought up until I was about 15 years old that hamburgers tasted like lighter fluid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did the same thing. You know, and so, um, you know, you get a chimney starter, which is sort of this metal cylindrical contraption that you put the charcoal in, you put some newspaper on the bottom, and then you light the newspaper, and it lights the charcoal in about 15 minutes. You know, it's perfectly lit. And then you just put it in the bottom of the charcoal grill. And then you have, uh, you know, you're ready to go with the charcoal grill. Obviously, a gas grill, um, which, is, which is really, honestly, where most of this country is going as far as purchases. I mean, you know, about 80 to 90% of uh, people buying grills now are buying gas grills because, you know, you turn a few knobs, you press a few buttons, you have nice, even heat. Right. Um, but... When you grill, let's say you're grilling a piece of fish, which has really become very popular these days. Um, if you want to grill fish, I think that something like swordfish or tuna or salmon are probably the best fish to grill because they're sturdier than some other flakier fish. You find a hot part of the grill. You brush it with a little uh, vegetable oil or canola oil, uh, sprinkle it with some salt and pepper, throw it on the hot part of the grill, and leave it alone. This is, <clears throat> this is where the, the problems really start is that people are concerned that things are going to stick to the grill. You know, that's sort of their biggest concern. And to make sure that it's not going to stick, they, 30 seconds into the game, they go back over to the piece of fish to make sure it's not sticking, and they start moving it around and playing with it, and that's when it starts to stick. That's when it guarantees it's going to stick. Right. So basically, you need to leave it alone for a good five minutes. Don't touch it. And one of the great phenomenons of a grill is that it will actually help it come away from the grill. If you leave it alone, because it's going to create a nice crust on the outside and actually sort of pull away from the grill. So you flip it over one time and uh, another couple of minutes on the other side, and it's done. I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the sort of the simplicity of it. People should understand that when they buy grills, they should let the grill do the work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like we should be sending you a check now. We just got a great grilling lesson from Bobby Flay, uh, probably the most famous griller and uh, chef in America right now. Uh, hey, Bobby, how about I give you a recipe real quick? I don't know if you've ever heard of this or not. Now, I didn't invent it. It came from some uh, some friends of mine out in Kansas City, okay, I, I believe. That. But uh, it's a stuffed wrapped jalapeno pepper. And here's nice. what we do. Slice the jalapeno down lengthwise. Uh, for, you know, if you've got uh, some of the folks who are a little afraid of the heat, you can scrape out the seeds in the membrane. Right. Uh, stuff that with cream cheese and any type of meat you want. You can put a shrimp in there. Uh, mm. You can put uh, barbecue pork or brisket in there. You can put little cocktail weenies. And then you wrap that sucker up in bacon. Nice. Throw that on the grill until you've got it uh, crisped up on the outside. And, of course, you want to keep it uh, cream cheese side up so it doesn't melt out. And, uh, buddy, those things are addictive. No, I tell you what. You know, bacon on the grill is a very delicious thing. And so that sounds like a great idea because the bacon is going to get really nice and crispy on the outside. And that's oh. what you want. Oh, you get that nice crisp texture. Then you bite into that uh, soft pepper, which has softened up some, and that cream cheese. Oh, it's Oh, it's heaven. I'm getting hungry. I like right that. Now. <laughs> Boy, uh, Bobby, it's been a great honor having you on here. One more thing. I saw you recently on Emerald, and you guys did a little little mini 
Iron Chef competition. Yeah, yeah and we, just, we were just playing around. Yeah, just playing around. There was no real rules or anything, but it came out with the ground beef or whatever it was. And uh, so you made something I'd seen you make before, which is wonderful. I've made it myself. It's the uh, the, Cub- the Cuban style hamburger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pressed down with the bread. Did he really? Did Emeril Lagasse? Did he really make that? The best thing he could come up with was a meatball sub. <laughs> <laughs> That's it from Emerald Lagasse, a meatball sub? Uh, you know, meatballs are pretty good, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Bobby Flay, thanks for being with us, man. My we pleasure. appreciate it. His book is out now. It's available in bookstores everywhere. Uh, Bobby Flay's new book is called Boy Gets Grill, the sequel to Boy Meets Grill. Bobby, thanks again for being with us. My pleasure. So there you have it, our very own Jim Morgan interviewing one of the top chefs in the food industry today. Well, at least on Food Network Television, Bobby Flay about the Boy Gets Grill book, his uh, second attempt at writing the uh, grilling recipe book following his Boy Meets Grill book. And what a crafty little joke they made for the Boy Divorces Grill. Yeah. Anyway, I appreciate Jim finding that interview, uh, first of all, and then allowing me to post it as a Barbecue Central podcast. Again, I hope you all enjoyed that, and you can truly see what a professional Jim is as he is able to really loosen Bobby up, who, in my opinion, started out a little tight at the beginning of the interview and then by the end was actually able to uh, laugh at a, at a stab or a poke at Emeril Lagasse at the very end there. Anyway, thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the new version of the Barbecue Central Show, which is live on bbstalkradio.com every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. For the Barbecue Central Show, this is your program host, Greg Rip, saying so long, everybody.